Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Daniela Viana for Female Startup Club. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today we are learning from Daniela Viana, the founder behind Ephemeris. Ephemeris is the startup merging technology and astrology to deliver tangible and digital products designed to help people navigate the magical adventure of understanding themselves, the cosmos, and the connection therein. And this conversation is such an interesting one. One thing I didn't actually know is that astrology is in an actual gray area for investors and also in a weird area when it comes to things like Facebook and Instagram ads. So we're talking through her journey navigating this industry that she's so deeply passionate about and how she also made the move from Australia to the US and exactly how much it cost her to do it. Super, super interesting. And I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's been sharing posts of the podcast on Instagram stories. You are the absolute best and I am so grateful for you. I can't tell you how insanely happy it makes me to be able to have and share these conversations with you and then to see you show up on social media to tell other people about Female Startup Club. It brings me just endless joy and I feel really lucky to have you all as my hype girls, especially on those really crappy days when you really need a little booster to get you through. I've been having one of those mornings. (laughs) But enough about that. Let's get into this episode. This is Daniela for Female Startup Club. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Daniela, hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thanks for being here. I'm excited to hear all about your journey. I love to start with getting you to introduce the brand and what the ethos behind it is. Of course. So I'm Daniela Viana. I am actually Brazilian, but I'm based in the US and I am the CEO and co-founder of Ephemeris. Ephemeris is a lifestyle brand And through ephemeris, we help people navigate the adventure of understanding themselves through the lenses of astrology. So we have delivered over 20,000 pieces, like customized, unique pieces featuring people's birth charts on it with jewelry and poster formats. And we were also able to grow a community of over 50,000 people to talk spirituality. So so that's ephemeris. That is so cool. Wow. How interesting. This is like a little out of my depth. I don't know a lot about this side of the world with astrology and things like that, but I'm always so interested and I find so much joy in hearing people talk about it. So I'm excited to learn more from you. Let's go back to 2019, circa when you were starting, or even earlier, I guess, when you were starting to think about this brand and what gave you the kind of, you know, moment to launch this brand. Okay, so like going back to where it all started, I always had a very spiritualized, let's say, woo-woo side of me that comes from my family and the way I was raised. 
But I also had, you know, I saw the consequences of being too woo-woo in my family. And, and I went for a long time in the path of, I will maybe become an engineer and make real money and, you know, like be a scientist or something. So I was like dealing with this dilemma between the two worlds and always like being pushed back to my spiritual side. And for some time, I worked, you know, corporate roles and I tried becoming a civil engineer and I, I learned very fast that I would be a very mediocre civil engineer. But it got to a point where I was living in Australia and I had a marketing agency and I was, you know, doing marketing for other people. And a friend of mine, you know, started talking to me and he's like, Danny, what about we build our own thing? And, you know, I love the startup world. And by that time I had, you know, participated in a few startup competitions and I won a few prizes. And that was like running inside of me, that desire of building. And I'm like, yeah, let, let's try it. So we got this love of, you know, for the well-being industry, for the well-being world, for the spiritual world. And I'm like, what if I combine this? Like, I'm such a Gemini, right? I am so like, I have these two sides of me. What if I combine both and I accept them and I make them, you know, complement each other and I stop being a divided two person? And and that's, that's what happened with ephemeris. I brought technology to astrology. I brought that startup mindset to a, a niche that is completely overlooked and so taboo so investors don't want to touch it and you know people are like what about the scams and I'm like I'm gonna make this happen and and that's how ephemeris was founded in 2019. Oh my gosh wow so exciting I'd love to dig into those two points of what the negative, you know, how you kind of responded to those two negative points of investors not being able to invest because it's a taboo topic. And secondly, people questioning like the, the scammy part of this industry. Those two are really two relevant topics, right? And I don't deny that they exist and that they are a problem. Uh, of course, there are a lot of companies doing a lot of scams because it is astrology and spirituality it is a vulnerable part of humanity and you know like bad people use this to make money as they do with any other thing including like financial concerns and and etc so this exists and uh how do we put ourselves to, you know as far away as possible of that we just stick to our values so we want to help people and not like take advantage of people because of their spirituality so that's one thing and i need to prove that over and over again to investors and you know in demo days or when i'm pitching ephemeris for any reason uh, i always need to answer this question and the second piece of it what was the second piece of it it was just around the two points were around the investors and then like what people say about, you know, that negative side of the scammy part of this industry. Yeah. And so for investors, it's like we don't even know if it's real. How can we invest in something that, you know, astrology, religion, they, they try to stay away from it. And then what I say is that, you know, one. And for the investors point of view, there is a market that is untapped. It's completely overseen and it's growing like esoteric arts it grows more than economy overall every year and people are still not you know seeing it and is it actually listed as a sin 
like, is it called like the sin groups of things that people like, you know, gambling, smoking, like alcohol, there's like those sin or the vice kind of industries. Is it actually considered within that group or is it on its own kind of section that's just kind of a different section? It is not in that group, but because it's so associated with religion and pagan arts in a sense, investors don't want to touch it. Facebook, even like when you're doing ads, they want to like blacklist some of the keywords. So it, it is challenging in a sense, but, but there are ways to go around it and, and do a good job. And one thing I tell investors is like, you know, I do believe it's real and and I live my life by the laws of, you know, what's happening astrologically. But let's say it's not. Okay, let's let's do an exercise here, me and you. Let's say it's not real. Let's say it's all just woo-woo bullshit. If enough people believe on it and they live by it and they embrace the patterns that are described as being a Gemini or an Aquarius, that makes it real. And you know, when I talk about my why, I want to make people understand themselves. And if they living by a pattern, being it good or a bad pattern, let's understand that you are doing it and what you can, you know, do to balance it out or, or to have empathy for someone who are living and by that pattern. So that makes it real and enough people believe it to make it real. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's such a great response. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's weird to me though that investors are so, you know, like against it when there are so many examples of really successful brands in the space who are doing, you know, amazing things like the apps that are out there and and all that kind of thing. Wow. I feel like I skipped ahead like so many steps. So I want to like go back to 2019 when you've decided to build the brand and start this. What are those first steps? What's the blueprint to getting started? Sure. So we were really realistic about where we were standing at that point, my business partner and I. And, you know, we are both, we are not American. We had no idea of the bureaucracies and legalities around building a brand in America. And we also knew that it would be really, really hard for us to raise any kind of money, not only for being in a taboo topic, but also for being, you know, Latinos and thick accent and not the sweet Ivy League background. So we were like, okay, you know what? Let's bootstrap this. Let's completely bootstrap this. Let's not count with any external source of investment and, and, you know, financing and let's make it from like grassroots. And that became our superpower because if we think about all this astrology brands that raised so much money, if you see the charts, they are not really monetizing. And we had to really understand the community and understand the user to monetize since the beginning. And that made us such a strong, sustainable brand. If you compare, you know, to technology companies, they're banking on astrology and surfing VC money. And this is how we did. And we we did a lot of benchmarking, a lot of research, market research. And we found this products that were being sold, you know, like in a customized way, but they were so handmade. They were so rudimentary. You know, they were like missing the scalability. They were missing the high end, the polishing side of it. And we're like, we can do that. Like, let's do this. So we started with the talisman and it was like for a long long time we were a one product store and we had the necklace the talisman featuring people's birth charts so people would go on our etsy store and type like their date of birth type their like all the information in this message field we we didn't even like start by developing it all and once we saw we had something that people were purchasing like that people were buying we like okay we have something people want now let's you know uh, use that income to build on and then we developed a Shopify store and then we co- we hard coded the tool that makes your birth chart on real time so you go now and on our website and you can you know give us an input your astrological information so your date of birth location of birth time of birth and you see your chart being built you know on the right side of the screen real time so and and then you learn with the process oh what if i change one minute what happens with my chart and then we launched the store at the end of 2019 and i got accepted to exhibit in a forbes under 30 event And by that time, we were nothing. We were no one. We were just like 
a successful Etsy store that transitioned to the Shopify environment. And now I have this deadline of going to exhibit this in a Forbes Under 30 event. And my co-founder is freaking out. He's like, we are crazy. Why are we doing this? So we go and having that deadline to exhibit was actually the best thing. It was like the peak marketing moment for us because it made us really rush with everything else that we were being perfectionist about. And then we went, the website was there, everything was, you know, in order. And on that week itself, we sold $2,000, which was like unheard of for us. And we sold it profitably, you know, because we had built this sustainable company, totally organic without, you know, ads or anything. And we're like, okay, we can scale on this. So that was like the humble beginning of Ephemeris. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So cool. Just a quick side note about the birth chart thing, because I'm so interested in this is like a personal question, not a business question. I don't know if I know my exact birth time. And I've asked my mom about this before and she doesn't know where it's written. She couldn't find it, like yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, so I can't get mine because I don't know the specific time. What do I do? (laughs) So you can still get your reading. So even if you go, you know, to those most common websites to get your birth chart reading, you will see that it has an option of, I don't know my birth time. So you can just tag that, you know, it's like, Click that option and we'll calculate your birth chart using 12 p.m. as the time. So some of the planets will not be affected by it. And we really pride ourselves to be really accurate. So the planets, you know, that would be uh, different because they move faster, they change by the minute or, you know, 30 minutes or so, we will not put them on your necklace and we will not like mark the houses. So we try to be really accurate about it, but it doesn't mean you cannot know a lot of stuff. So a full birth chart, we also like delivered 300 pages of reports explaining what that position and each symbol and what it means to have that symbol and that house. So your report maybe will be a little less than 300 pages, but it doesn't mean you will not have a lot of understanding about yourself. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Thank you so much for stepping me through that. (laughs) Just side note, I really wanted to know. Okay, great. Back to you've exhibited at the Forbes 30 Under 30 event. Amazing. Just to rewind though a little bit, you know, before that and getting to that point, I love to talk about the money piece of the puzzle. How much did you and your co-founder need to invest to get it started and get it to that point where you have some products, where you have the website and where you're kind of like, okay, we're ready to take this, you know, and launch it in a bigger way? We invested a lot, not only financially, but also with our times and, and you know, personal resources. I We both had full-time jobs at that time and I was running my own marketing agency in Australia with like a lot of very demanding clients. And what we were doing is like I was working full-time and I was getting all the money from the marketing agency and reinvesting it on ephemeris. And also like, you know, after working all the clients, I would work all night long in whatever we had to work for ephemeris. So that's how we did for a very long time until we could actually transition. I am all for people quitting their jobs to start something, but I'm also like always reminding them like, hey, 
it requires investment. It requires money. So maybe just keep your job and do it as a side hustle until you see the profitability, until you see the revenue coming in and then do the full transition. And that's what I did at the start. Also, I feel really good that like I knew a lot about marketing and my co-founder is very technical. So he is a full stack developer. If we had not have like all those skills, if we were not an army of two people, I think he would require a lot more financial investment than he did. So for us, it was more about putting the time. But if you don't, know enough about marketing and development, you will definitely need to hire those people and that makes it more costly and maybe hang on to your job for a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say I say this actually quite often, either when I'm in other podcasts or talking on here as well. It's like when you're starting a business, whether it's a full-on business, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's I'm just testing out an idea, it's really important to audit your goals. If your goal is to like have more money in your life. It's like, absolutely don't quit your job. Like absolutely stay getting that salary and start slowly investing that money into your startup side hustle or your business or whatever it is that you're calling it at that time, because it's going to take a lot of money to get it off the ground and a lot of time. And you don't want to put that pressure on yourself of, you know, leaving a job and then being like, oh shit, I've got to make money and I've got to make decisions based around the money piece versus based on what's good for the business and what's right for the business. Talk about it a lot. think it's so important. A hundred percent. And it will make you make poor decisions that will actually compromise the success of the business. So, you know, like having that little baby making, you know, you need to feed the baby. It's not the baby feeding you from day one. And I think that's a good analogy that I can think of. That's a great analogy. I love that. The baby bird. Okay. So what happens next? You've been working full-time at the marketing agency. You're investing your money. You've obviously got skills in marketing. What are those kind of early pivotal moments after the exhibition that kind of get traction happening with the brand? So that was end of 2019. And after the exhibition, it's when we actually legally incorporated the business. And that's a good piece of advice that I would give to anyone. Do not incorporate, do not go the legal route before you actually see revenue coming in because you don't know if you have a market fit product yet. So we waited to see if we actually had something people wanted. And then we went, okay, now we're like incorporating. Now we pursuing all the, the text and, and legal aspects of it all. So we incorporated at the end of 2019, although we have been working on it since April 2019. And I went back to Australia after the event. But I built so much momentum during that event. I talked to so many people. And being a Gemini, just to know that this is my superpower. I do so much better when I'm talking, interacting. And knowing it, you know, it makes, makes you pursue it more. So I'm like, I need to go back to the United States. I cannot stay in Australia to build this business. And then I got a scholarship to do a meditation course in 2020 in L.A. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll do this meditation course. And I also go back and talk to all those people I met, to like all those mentors I, I acquired during that event. So I came and I, I went to California and on the second day of the meditation course, COVID hit, you know, it hit mainstream and you couldn't be on a room with more than a hundred people, all that jazz. 
and I couldn't go back to Australia. Like, it's like the universe decided that I was staying. <laughs> I found myself stuck in California with my backpack with only like 20 days worth of clothing. Oh my God, that's crazy. Uh-huh. And that was a pivotal moment because I'm like, okay, now I need to make a decision. And I know that this is the place I need to be if I really am serious about building this business. The universe is sending you a sign. <laughs> also, I don't know if the world is ending. <laughs> and I remember calling, you know, advisors and mentors and they're like, go back to Brazil, like pack your things, come back home. You can build like a drop shipping company. You, you know, marketing, you can work any company. And I'm like, no, I'm staying. I think this is an opportunity for me to do the things I wanted to do. So that's when the business took off because nobody knew that COVID would actually help e-commerce stores because people would be more time spending more time at home and they would be, you know, buying more. And we saw like a huge spike in sales and we got more money in our cash flow to fund the next steps of the business, including solving my main issue that not many founders have which was staying legally in the united states and working right like even if it wasn't my own company so on top of all the normal worries of having a business i still had to deal with the paperwork and the legalities of it all and that was like step number two for the business for sure I'm so glad you brought this up because it's something that we haven't actually ever spoken about the kind of immigration piece of moving and getting visas and all this kind of thing to a new country. But like, you know, I've been through it multiple times. It's bloody difficult. There's so much paperwork. It's so stressful. My husband's gone through it. Now we're about to go through it again when we go back to Australia. You know, it's a whole thing. So I'd love to know, I'd love to dig into your experience. We recently had legal pad as a sponsor and that's how you and I got connected and I'm so interested to hear what your experience was like working with them also love that they have a female co-founder in the mix <laughs> love that about it so I'd love to hear your experience so there I was right very lost and what to do next uh, is stuck in California not much money to to burn, right? And I need to decide fast. So what I did is what I think everybody should do when you have a situation like that. I created a spreadsheet of all the lawyers I could talk to, all the advice I could get. And I remember making like seven one-hour-long phone calls until I finally landed on LegalPad. And they were like, finally, someone talking. Because all these lawyers were like, I'm sorry, you do not have a case. I'm sorry, Brazilian passports, they will not take you very far. And I'm like being so discouraged by all of this and, and you know, all the pressure of go back home, you know, don't even try going to Australia, like go to Brazil. And I'm like, I don't want to like just give up on everything because of this. And then I talked to LegalPad and they're like, hey, so very clear here, here are your options. And they showed me all the options. And one of the options, and actually my only option, given my situation was pursuing the O1 visa. And the O visa is like the alien of extraordinary ability visa. And I'm like, well, first of all, 
I don't think I have extraordinary abilities. I'm just trying to survive and build something here. So it was so downy and overwhelming. But they did a really good job on like, hey, let's just go step by step. Let's see, you know, all the check boxes and which, the, which ones you match and which ones you still need to do some work and we don't need to apply for it now. You still have like six months. Let's do this in six months. And I'm like, okay, let's let's go for it. What is the checklist of requirements that you need? So they have six major checklists. The ones I do remember quite clear is you need to be, basically you're trying to prove to the U.S. government that you are an important asset, that you can, you know, build more jobs, that you are an expert in your field, that the U.S. wants you here. So that's the main thing that you need to cover. And the way they analyze that is through the six topics. So first of all, you need to, be a judge, you know, have been a judge or a panelist and in, in, in previous things, you need to have a lot of press, a lot of PR, because for them, it's an indicator of, oh, this person knows what, you know, this person's talking about. You also need to have high remuneration. So you need to make money and et cetera. So a lot of like little things, like if you have any awards, if you have any, you know, badges of credibility, all of this counts in building a case. And by the end of the process, uh, LegalPad helped me, helped me put together like a 480 pages of a case to send to U.S. government showing all the reasons why I would potentially be a great asset to the country. And Without them, I would never be able to be here. I, I wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be as far as we are. That's so amazing. I have so many follow-up questions, but I'll try to keep it limited. <laughs> are you able to share, A, how much it costs for this process, like all in for you to go through that legal process, and B, how long it took? And I guess the third question would be more like, did you have all of that stuff? Had you been an award winner where you would judge on things? Did you have, you know, amazing press? Because this all sounds quite overwhelming. Like, or did you have to then craft that over a period of time? No, the answer is no. I basically was not eligible to the old one when we started the process. And they were really clear with that. They like, we can work together. And those are the things that we can guide you get, but you will depend on you to go there and get the, the things. And I was like, all right, well, best option is having no options, right? So <laughs> I went forward. And what is funny is that I worked so hard on becoming eligible to the O1 that a lot of good things happened as a consequence of my hard work, including becoming a Forbes under 30, you know, including becoming a Forbes next business. So all of that paid off not only for me to eventually get the O1, but also to have all the credibility and all the connections and all the networking that today supports the business in so many fronts. But yeah, I, I was like thinking, can I even like ask friends to create events so I can judge, you know, them like they can be in a panel. Like I was totally hacking the system. I was totally like reverse engineering everything to be able to get there. I was like and I had a really, really tight deadline because I was running out of my tourist visa. You know, Brazilians can only stay for six months in the US. And just to gather all the paperwork, it would took me three months. And then, you know, to actually apply for it, it would take another three months. So I would say it was like a six months where I was like 
getting my visa was my full-time job and and my co-founder had to you know hold the fort in in many levels for us to we had to divide and conquer in that sense wow that is so interesting and so crazy how much did it cost you in that process in term like just like cash investment i think it was a total of around $15,000 including you know legal fees and i had to you know associate myself with some institutions like one of one other topic a checkbox that you can check is like are you you know affiliate with any institutions in your field so of course it, it requires money to become a member in some of them and I was like just looking at this as you know a visa investment too but LegalPad really helped they understand a business and they want they understand that startups really need to have a healthy cash flow so they just let us pay like over 10 10 like installments and things like that they really made it an easy process for us Oh my gosh, I love that. That is so cool. Thank you so much for going into that whole process and explaining exactly what happens. I was so interested to know about that, especially, you know, in the future, if one day I want to move to the US, it's so interesting to know. I'm sure there are so many listeners who are in that same boat. What happens next? Where do you go from there? You've moved to the US, the business has taken a turn for the better, all these exciting things are happening to you. What are the pivotal moments that lead you to today? Then we figured out the marketing optimization of things. And then like, okay, now we have the visa. Now we can, you know, set up shop. We can, you know, invest on a headquarters. Like, and we needed machinery because we were counting on a supplier to make the jewelry for us. And it wasn't up to what we really wanted it to be. So I wanted to, one, reduce cost of goods. And two, I wanted to increase the quality of what I was delivering and also like increase the speed in which I was delivering that it is US and people are really used to Amazon delivering in, you know, two days free shipping. So we needed to just <laughs> format ourselves to fit in that American fast paced economy. And so I was in California at that time. I moved to North Carolina and we bought a house. So now all the production happens from our garage. And it's insane that we have a millionaire like, a startup running from a, a garage with like six people, <laughs> like, you know, like two people in the US and, and you know, four people remotely. But the, well, that, that was the next step, figuring out marketing optimizations, like how do you test ads, what works, what doesn't work, what resonates, what doesn't resonate, like double down when what resonates, you know, it was a very manual process of optimization plus the big investment of now let's get all this profitability and invest on the headquarters with all the machinery that we need to actually deliver something we are proud of delivering and that happened i mean it's been six months that we are in our own space you know our own real estate doing our goods and and we we have been growing more and more because of that. You know, the more love you put, the more money you get because money is just a consequence of what you're actually delivering to your customer. You're feeding the bird. The bird is growing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's working for you at the moment? What are you kind of doubling down on when it comes to different marketing channels? We are doubling down in influencer marketing for sure. And, you know, we tested all kinds of things with influencers. I mean, it's no secret that Facebook's dying for and for everybody, like everyone listening to this, if you're starting a business, do not 
count on Facebook return on investment on your ads because it's like it's known that it's not working anymore. And so we are we transitioned to an influencer marketing kind of thing where we just sponsor podcasts and we sponsor YouTube channels and we do cross promotion and collaborations and we build a community using, you know, the knowledge that these people bring and the audience that these people bring to to the brand. And very interesting, after, you know, trying all the channels, we saw that, you know, at least for us, and I guess it would be different for different brands, but for us, what works the best is the podcast and YouTube format of advertising. Because it has a very long tail when you think, you know, like a TikTok video can go viral and it will go viral for uh, uh, an amount of time and, you know, people will see, but then it kind of dies very fast. But if you sponsor a podcast, there's a long tail, you know, and, and people go back to that episode and they learn about you again. Same thing happens for YouTube. A video can pick up again and it, it's a more, it's a longer format. So this is what we are currently doubling down on. Wow, that's so cool. So when you say like, you know, that gives you the best results, for example, is there sort of a specific campaign that you're able to share some information around, like a specific YouTube video that you've done a collaboration with and what the impact of that actually is, i.e. like how much revenue did were you able to track coming from that one specific YouTube collab or podcast, you know, whatever you want, podcast? Yeah, for sure. So that, there is a good example. It was a podcast of a person that we we were admiring for, like you know, for, for a distance for quite a long time, and and listening to his podcast called the Astrology Podcast, and we sponsored one of his episodes, and we immediately saw we, and it was the first one that we ever did, right? Like it was like when we were first transitioning, and we saw like a three thousand percent increase in in revenue on that day and on that week, so. Then we learned, you know, this is what works for us. And it makes sense because if you think about that, people that are listening to a podcast, they are on the mindset of, I want to learn from it. It's not the battle over attention that you have, like with Instagram scrolling, you know, or even like TikTok scrolling down. Like people are already like, I am here to learn. So that they are paying attention to what has been said. So I think that that was like the most meaningful learning from a marketing perspective that we had over the past two years. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. And so, yeah, it makes so much sense when you, when you put it like that. Gosh, amazing. What is your key piece of advice for entrepreneurs coming into 2022? I say coming into 2022, but like we are so in 2022 now, (laughs) the rest of 2022. I think I'll give like two advices. One will be my with my woo-woo side and one with more my my more scientific side. My woo-woo piece of advice would be, you know, one thing that I'm always saying is that the universe rewards courage. So if you feel something in your gut that you really want to do and you cannot just, you know, let that talk go and it keeps bothering you at night and it keeps like revisiting your brain, just go for it and bring some movement into it. Because once you step out, of your comfort zone and start doing it, you will have the consequences of that, you know, in a positive way and and help will appear. And I say that is the universe rewarding your courage, but it's basically a consequence of bringing movement to that one desire and, and manifesting it in a material sense. My more nerdy piece of advice is surround yourself with people 
that know more than you know and know your superpower so if, if your superpower is communication go to events like put yourself out there start listening to conversations this i know i have this very like beginner mindset but i i know that i don't know so much so i'm constantly putting myself out there and even if i have no idea what, what that conversation that's happening on that table is, is is about i'm still trying to participate and absorb from that and and that's how i learned about the tech stack i need to use that's how i learned about you know what technology is working and what technology would be better for me and this kind of business what not to use what to use so that's, that's my my nerdy advice just surround yourself with people that know more about you in that field both great pieces of advice i love both thank you so much hey it's june here Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash hype club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash hype club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that.